Good morning and welcome to this worship service here from the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy. It is good to know that you are out there, that we are connected by the Holy Spirit, even when we're apart. It does bring comfort uh, to my heart and soul. I hope to yours as well. Uh, this is a family that is uh, held together by strong bonds of love, and that is something to celebrate today and certainly always. Uh, I do have some announcements I'd like to share with you before we begin. Uh, as always, I do ask you to pay attention to the prayer list that we send out each week and to keep those folks in your daily prayers. To please continue to keep Jack Peacock in your prayers. He is still at Shands. Uh, They're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on post-surgery. So um, I know there's some infection that they're, they're dealing with, but please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. And all those that we don't name, uh, but we know uh, that God knows. So just lift up all who you love and all who God loves and they will be covered and if you're feeling out of sorts if you know this thing keeps going on and on if you're feeling overwhelmed you just need to talk to somebody please do so uh, reach out to a friend a neighbor family member me lisa ruth any of our stephen ministers i mean we're here to help and we will get through this together uh, as uh, I do each week. I ask you to please continue to wear your masks. It is not a political, ideological statement in the least. It is just a way to show that we love and respect our neighbors and that we are doing all we can to move through this pandemic as quickly and as safely as possible. We do have over 2,500 cases in this county. We have had some sporadic good news, some lower numbers in the county and some test uh, positive numbers daily that have dipped below 10%, which is you know the target these days. But cumulatively, we are still well over 16% of positives. So we still do have a long way to go. So again, masks, please. If you need them, call us. We got a bunch of them and we will share. There are things happening in the life of the church. Even when we can't be together on Sunday morning, the food bank has reopened. So we are doing that Tuesdays from five to six. Junior and senior highs, some kids got together on Sunday, masked up and distanced and enjoyed uh, some lessons, some youth connection. We're trying to follow all those rules that the schools are following, uh, making sure that the kids stay safe and our volunteers stay safe. It is us dipping our toe into the waters of what might be a new normal, so we celebrate that as well. You still see prayer flags around the community. Uh, prayer is important. Keep praying for an end to this time of pandemic, for a time when we can all come together as brothers and sisters uh, through faith, as brothers and sisters through citizenship, as brothers and sisters of humanity. So prayer certainly matters. I am appreciative that you're watching this, that you check into our terrific Tuesday videos. I ask that you share them with folks who might be feeling a little lost. Just share them on your Facebook page. People can see them. I had the neatest thing happen to me this week. A fraternity brother of mine uh, from the late 80s, Neil Sanders and his wife Renee, apparently have found these services and have been listening to slash watching them, watching them, and uh, sent me a note uh, saying how 
uh, it was good to, to see and hear uh, from this congregation. So, hey, Gator, hey, Renee, so good to hear from you. That is uh, a reminder that we are all connected and it is a small, small world. Uh, as always, I do ask that you continue with your pledges, your gifts, your tithes, your offerings, that we can continue to do the work of the congregation in our community. And we will be ready to do all those things that we miss, all those things that we are so aching to do again, once we can be together again. So thank you for your faithfulness and your generosity. Thanks also to Scotty B, who's not with us today. Our gifted director is actually in the hospital uh, battling a bout of diverticulitis. It is a painful thing, so please keep him in your prayers. But we did upgrade because we have Linda here uh, taking care of directing. Uh, she's over there blushing and shaking her head. That is the Linda thing to do, absolutely. Um, but she is making sure that we get this done um, so things might be a little different as we go through. I actually don't know who's going to do music, but that's okay. Scott will plug it in. Um, but thanks um, to Linda. Thanks to Scott and Tamara for setting this up last week. Thanks to everybody who's going to share their talents with music. Thanks again to you uh, for being here and your willingness to gather however we can during these interminably different days. Friends, family, neighbors, grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Let us worship God with thanksgiving. Let us pray. God of the covenant, just as you promised Abraham descendants as numerous as the stars, you have also promised that we would live under those stars as your people, faithful and loved. Show us how to truly live up to your promise and how to nurture all your children with whom we share the same canopy of sky night after night, all of them turning to you in belief with their prayers. Prayers for the sick, the anxious, the overwhelmed, and for the caregivers, the healers, for those who provide friendship and a calming presence. Prayers for researchers, healthcare professionals, and all necessary workers, for schools, staff, teachers, students, and their families, that you would keep all of us safe. Prayers for the peace of the world, that by your spirit, you would use us to break down barriers of fear, suspicion, and hatred, that you would heal the human family of its divisions, prejudices, acts of oppression, and that you would unite us through the bonds of justice and peace. Prayers for homelands, that all the nations of the world would be strengthened by the forces of righteousness, generosity, truth, and goodness. Prayers for those who serve in harm's way as the helpers, that you would protect them, that they would know their service and sacrifice are respected and appreciate it. With prayers for the church, we add our prayers for this congregation, that we would stay true to the gospel and responsive to the gifts and needs of all. Lord, help us to make known your sustaining power in Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray together saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, we do have some special worship music to share right now. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a familiar hymn. But thank you for sharing, whoever you are. Thank you for Scott to Scott for plugging it in. Friends, let us worship the Lord. Thank you for lending your gifts to our worship. Thank you uh, for allowing us to open our hearts to God through music. It is always a blessing. We have two scripture lessons for today. Uh, they are from Luke and from Genesis. The first is from Luke chapter 3. It is just one verse. It is verse 8. I think you will... Um, catch the obvious connection once we move to the Old Testament. But friends, this is the word of the Lord from the gospel according to Luke chapter three, verse eight. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. All right. Our preaching text from the Old Testament is from Genesis chapter 15, 1 through 6. It is the story of God's promise to Abram, who we would know later as Abraham, and Sarai, who would we, we would know as Sarah. Uh, it is an important text. It is a foundational text. So hear now the word of God for the people of God. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. 
And Abram said, you have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, look towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today is the second Sunday of year three of the narrative lectionary. We are still in the Old Testament in Genesis for a story of belief in God's promises, the story of Abraham and Sarah and the stars in the sky. Abraham and Sarah were a faithful couple. They loved God and they listened to God, which is why they lived in the middle of the desert. God had said, pack up and go, place your trust in me, leave what and where and who you know and hit the dusty trail. And they did, and God was pleased by their faith. Over the next decades, God pops into their lives pretty often. God guides them, protects them, even bargains with them, and God makes a grand promise to them. God's promise to Abraham and Sarah was to essentially provide for their needs, to give them land, done, and blessing, done, and descendants too numerous to count. But as time passes, they begin to question that part of the promise, because how could it possibly happen? I mean, I'm sure they knew how it could happen, but how could that happen? Abraham and Sarah were old, and for all their years together, they had not been able to conceive a child, which meant their future was uncertain, because without children, who would care for them in their old age? Who would remember them? Who would live on for them? These were seriously big questions and concerns. And God knows and understands their concerns. So God says to Abraham, step outside a minute. I want to show you something. And in the middle of the dark desert, millennia ago, before light pollution made it difficult to see all the stars in the sky, God said, look up, wonder at the beauty of the stars. Can you count them? your descendants will be more numerous than these. And Abraham believed. He didn't question or scoff or doubt. He believed and God was pleased by Abraham's faith and God judged Abraham to be a righteous man. People often say to me they wish they could have Abraham-like close encounters with God that believing would be so much easier if everyone did. And I think to myself, most everyone has had those encounters. God comes to us all the time. We just need to recognize it. I mean, take a minute. When and where have you felt most connected to God? If you're not yet comfortable with God language, when, where have you felt most connected to something bigger than yourself? 
something that made you realize how all of this life we are living is connected in some hard to describe way. Without question, there is more to life than just us in this little blue world. And that more is the loving God who holds it all together. Abraham believes what God is telling him, that the most unlikely will happen. Abraham believes that God is telling him the truth and God counts that belief as righteousness. And Abraham and Sarah do in fact have a son and their descendants do in fact become a great nation. And by now they are surely too numerous to count. And the world remembers Abraham and Sarah. The world remembers their righteousness and their faith. The world sometimes also tries to get by on the righteousness of Abraham and Sarah. We don't always act righteously on our own. Maybe we think the good work has all been done. I mean, Abraham and Sarah were righteous. King David was beloved. Mary believed the angel. Jesus was born and lived and lived again. Mary Magdalene, the first apostle shared the good news. Paul planted churches and so here we are. But in Luke, Jesus says that the work of belief is ongoing. In fact, it's never ending. We can't live off the belief of our forebears. We need to put life to our belief today because if we don't, we've missed the whole point. Our belief should transform us and continually shape us and always lead us to be loving children of God. We are the descendants of Abraham and Sarah. We are a people who will seek out God and then pay attention to God. And as Christians, we will love God, the good Father, Son, and Spirit, and we will be led by God's Holy Spirit to love others as we would hope to be loved. These words from last week's lesson work with this lesson as well. Believing in God's promises, we are called by God to be God's helpers. And this world is our garden. And we are to serve God by serving this garden, by taking care of all of God's beloved living creatures. And we can only do that with love and selflessness, compassion and caring, faith, an understanding, fairness, and righteousness, all of it that is grounded in God's promises and grounded in the trust we place in God's promises. Just like Abraham and Sarah, we are created by God, provided for by God, seen by God, known by God, understood by God, cared for by God, special to God, claimed, adopted, cherished, by God. And so we have work to do. We are the descendants of Abraham and Sarah. We are God's children. We are beloved by God. May that understanding breathe life into our belief. May it be visible in how we live our lives today and always. In the name of the good Father, Son, and Spirit, Thanks be to God for the blessings of this family of faith. Thanks be to God and amen.
And now, friends, some more music, another familiar hymn from a saint of the church. you so very much. Friends, we are God's beloved children, called by God to share the great good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. May we each day live up to that calling. And now, so we might prepare for that blessed task, let us receive God's blessing. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now and be with you always. Thanks be to God and amen. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>